hello. Well, hello. Well, hello. Ah, it's me, Jake. Happy hump day, or as uh, as I'm thinking about it, Makeup Tuesday. It's Makeup Tuesday. Um, so here I am. Where are you? I'm waiting to see. I'm trying to uh, see if I can. Uh, oh. See if I can bring us up inside the Facebook app for a change to see how that goes. Uh, mm, and it's working. Unusual. Um, Amy and my sister are watching. Keys, hello. Ed, welcome aboard. Oh, Ed, I got your letter from Grandma that you wrote, and I will be reading that next week. I don't think I can read it today. Rachel, hello. Um, Keith, yes. Oh, it's MI. MRI results for you today, Sue. Torn meniscus. Ooh, that's the kneecap, if I remember correctly. Dave, greetings. And Bob, <coughs> rich stardust. Nice. Oh, no, I've got stardust. Yeah, it's a sprinkly stardust cosmic. Mm. Glad you finally made it back, Christopher. Uh, I am too. Gary, greetings to you. Uh, Sue, I'm very sorry to hear about your torn meniscus. I need to get in touch with you about some matters that I've been texting with you on. Uh, the basketball game yesterday, sadly, they wouldn't let us in the gym. Uh, so it turns out I could have done the show, uh, but uh, had a day off. We all had a day off, and I missed you, if that's what you're asking, if that's what you're wondering. Did I miss you? Yes, I did. I did miss you. I did miss you, and uh, we're all back together again. That's good. I had a little uh, walk and coffee with Nigel this afternoon. He's not here today, but uh, hopefully I'll, I can get him in here uh, maybe tomorrow, maybe Friday. Um, we had a little talk. We had a little talk about stand-up in which I uh, voiced my concerns about, like, am I going to go do this again? Do I want to go do this again? Uh, will it be, how long will it be weird in comedy clubs? We had that good Todd, you're eating a plant-based pear. I'm happy. Two of them? Uh, pear, pear? And um, they wouldn't let us in the gym. It was at a different school, Rachel. The other school was an away game that we went to down in uh, Palos Verdes. And this game yesterday was a home game at our school. And our school is not allowing people in for... Um, for the games. Our protocol here in Santa Monica is different than their protocol in Palos Verdes. Go figure. So we can't watch the home games. There's another game Friday, but uh, it sounds like we're not going to be allowed in for that either. Uh, our team lost, uh, but they're still finding themselves. It's been a weird, you know, they've been practicing and they've only gotten to practice together as a team for a little while. And so they're kind of finding themselves on the court with a game and they're figuring out what... Um, holes they have in their strategies, but that that's all. Um, Gary, you've been in the lab trying to figure out meat-based fruits. <laughs> I don't know if there's a market for that, but I can't wait to try uh, the beef apple <laughs> when you come up with that. Uh, so yeah, the Samo, uh, Santa Monica High School, our, um, our girls did not win uh, the game. But the good news is Fanula is on the JV team, which is there's a freshman sophomore team, a JV team, varsity team so she's on the JV team solid solid in there um, I'm gonna take her just after this show so I have to end kind of on time today to uh, get her second vaccination and then to basketball practice um, 
Scott, greetings to you. Dave, what'd you say? You spent seven hours bawling, <laughs> battling wind on the sup while drinking seltzers yesterday. Haven't been right since. Well, that'll do it. <laughs> that'll do it. Pick, greetings, and Uma. Uh, so today's uh, Bible story, which we didn't have yesterday, and I hadn't heard this story. Balaam's, Balaam's donkey. Have you heard the Balaam's donkey story from the Bible? Um, uh, when, la when last we left the Israelites, they were, um, they were still in the uh, desert, the Sinai. Sinai. Um, so Fanula Ed is a uh, sophomore. She's a sophomore. She'll be a junior next year. So then hopefully she will be on the varsity team. Um, when last we left the Israelites, they were in the Sinai. Balak, king of the Moabites... Uh, who knows who they are? Moab. It's not the same as uh, the one in Utah. Um, that's a nice spot. Oh, gosh. The flashlight's a little janky. Um, having some troubles. Having some troubles zeroing in on my... Oh, now it's working. All right. Balak, king of the Moabites, looked with fear on the tribes of Israel who were surrounding his land. Uh-oh, Moabites... Uh-oh, Balak. He sent messages, messengers to the fortune teller, Balaam, asking him to curse the people so that he might defeat them in battle. So Balak is all right, already, right off the bat, he's, uh, he's not, he's not, uh, he doesn't believe in his own armed forces. These Israelites show up and he goes, oh, I'm going to have to get a curse put on them. Uh, but God spoke to Balaam, the prophet. Uh, the fortune teller. Sorry, fortune teller. Not a prophet. I'm not sure if, what the distinction is between those two, fortune teller or prophet. But uh, prophets, I think, are for sure fortune tellers. Anyway, he's a fortune teller, but he is able to put curses on people. Um, but God spoke to Balaam, the fortune teller, first. You must not curse the people of Israel, he said, for they are my chosen people. Now, why God needs to ask Balaam not to be cursed? Not to curse? Because what good is... What good is some curse from a fortune teller in Moab uh, going to do against God? Well, don't ask. Those are the tough questions. When Balak's messengers arrived, Balaam told them he would not do as they wish. If Balak were to give me his own house, every room heaped with gold and silver, still I could not go against the word of God, said Balaam. So, um... <laughs> but let's keep in mind, though, Balaam is worried about getting, or God is worried about getting cursed by Balaam. So this is already a little bit of like, what, how do we logic this out? But that night, God spoke again to Balaam. He says, go with these men and do just as I tell you. The next day, Balaam saddled his donkey and set off with Balak's messengers. Suddenly, the angel of the Lord appeared, blocking the way, drawn sword in his hand. The donkey saw the angel and shied away, turning off the road and into a field. But Balaam saw nothing, and he beat his donkey angrily. Next, the angel barred a path that led through a vineyard between high walls. Again, the donkey saw him and squeezed up against the wall, crushing Balaam's foot. And again, the donkey was beaten. The angel appeared a third time, standing in the middle of a narrow path where there was no room to turn either left or right. When the donkey saw the angel, she lay down on the ground. Balaam was angrier than ever and beat her twice as hard. Then God said, 
The, then God gave the animal, the donkey, the power of speech. <laughs> Why do you hit me? Asked the donkey. Uh, Balaam immediately answers the donkey, not freaking out like, oh my God, I never would have hit you if I knew you could talk because you disobeyed me. Um, things were different back in Bible times. Donkey asked you a question, you answer. That's just good manners. Uh, because you disobeyed me, her master furiously replied, <laughs> still mad at the donkey, even though it can talk. I think if my donkey started talking, I'd regret having beaten it because we could be making a lot of money together, me and this donkey. Uh, if I had a sword, I would kill you. Kill a talking donkey? Balaam, what kind of a fortune teller are you? You could make a fortune with a talking donkey. Don't kill the donkey. Then the Lord opened Balaam's eyes, and he saw the angel. Appalled and astonished, he fell flat on his face and began begging for forgiveness. Oh, my... I would have said, like, God, why you let the donkey see the angel? If I saw the angel... I would get the donkey to, oh my God, God is making a lot of what seems like mistakes here. I hate to get hard on God here at the Bible, but I know it's his book. It's his story. It's his show. Balaam greeted Balaam and took him into the mountains. So now Balaam is there. Uh, Balak is, is uh, the leader. Balaam then went still higher up the mountain where God spoke to him, telling him to bless the Israelites. Bless them. Balak now wants him to curse them, but Balaam is going to bless them. Balaam looked across the wide wilderness and saw the tribes of Israel in their tents, and he blessed them. This made Balak very angry. I called you here to curse my enemies. Instead, you blessed them. I promised you great riches if you would obey me. But now you must go away empty-handed. So Balaam returned home to his home in Pethor by the river Euphrates with his talking donkey, I might add. And I, I can't believe, I can't believe he didn't explain to Balak, like, look, I've got a talking donkey now, Balak, thanks to God, who asked me to bless the Israelites, not that they need it, because they've got God on their side, which he could have told you himself, believe me, don't get me started on God, with the talking donkey that can see the angel, but I can't see the angel, and then why do they need to be uh, blessed or cursed by me when they've got God on their side? I, don't, I feel like I made a crazy trip here to Moab from, uh, where, where am I from? From Pethor. But uh, I am, I'm walking away. At the end of the day, I got a talking donkey and you're in trouble with God. So that's a win for me and you better watch your ass. Um, can we trade Mr. Predicto for a talking donkey? Let's ask. Mr. Predicto, could you be traded for a talking donkey? No. Well, that's great. I Listen, when I get the opportunity, first opportunity I get, first talking donkey I see, I'm trading this thing for it. So uh, that's a done deal. And that's a promise to you in the eyes of God. All I need now is somebody with a talking donkey who's looking to trade. Um, <laughs> Jen, you're here. You're here. I'm glad. Um, Wasn't this guy in Raiders of the Lost Ark? I'm not. I'm not sure. Was Balak the machine on Star Trek that required the villagers to bring it fuel every few hours? I'm not sure about that. That's a good question. Balak is on Peter's All Star Most Watched list. Yeah. Well, Bob. Yeah. Try and get away with beating your donkey nowadays. Um, try and get away with the excuse of hey, 
I, I only stopped because I didn't want to run over that angel. Good luck with that. Um, God, God told me to bless the Israelites. There's a lot of things in this story, in this story that you can't get away with um, nowadays. Um, oh, Val required them to bring him fuel. <laughs> My sister says she thinks she works with one of those talking asses. Talking ass is different from a talking donkey. And I think we all know talking out of your ass is something that uh, I've been specializing in since pre-pandemic. Um, is Nigel the Canadian fugitive you're harboring? Um, no, these are not the Canadians you're looking for. Did I do that right, Todd? I think so. Uh, remember, always get some beans in any random roadside trade. Yeah, well, if I can get a talking donkey, it's going to be hard for me not to give the whole farm away. Um, but um, beating the donkey sounds like slang for something rich. Could be. Could be flogging the donkey. Uh, televangelists are the modern talking asses. Well, uh, they've been around for a while now. I've been thinking about getting into televangelism. I realized the other day when you were asking about Carl LeBeau that... Uh, he had passed away. And so rest in peace, Carl. And uh, I just made me think of that televangelist because uh, he was he was one of the outlaws of comedy, original outlaws of comedy with Sam, who who had been a uh, an evangelist, not a televangelist. Um, your whole sick family got tested today, Jen, negative for COVID. Well, congratulations. But the search continues. What do they have? They got a bad case of loving you. I hope. I hope. All right. It's time for the letter from Grandma. This is from March 28th, uh, 1983. 1983. So I'm 22, not yet 23, uh, in March of 83. There is a, there's a companion letter from Charlotte. I've read them both, and they're slightly different, uh, but I don't think we'll read the Charlotte letter. Uh, we had a major snowstorm Friday evening and Saturday. Ames... 12 and a half inches. And today, Monday, they did not have school, which is, it's rare for them to cancel school in Iowa because of snow, uh, because they've got plows and they've been digging out of that stuff since forever. But they didn't have school. Spring break was last week. Oh, they had a school closing blizzard the week after spring break. Oh, and so many roads were blocked. The north part of the state had 17 inches of snow. And those are American inches, not like those millimeters they got over there in Canada. Uh, no church Sunday, and people were trying to open roads. Next, uh, we're fortunate, oh, we were fortunate not to have lights stay off. Electricity went off at 5 a.m. Sunday uh, morning, but came back on after 7 a.m. And how you would know that is a mystery to me. Because if you're awake at between 5 and 7 a.m. on a Sunday morning, uh, you're making some unique life choices that are, not, that are foreign to me. Uh, I'm wondering how the road from Minneapolis to La Crosse, which is where I lived, was Sunday night. And I hope it was warm in Las Vegas because I must have flown into Minneapolis from San Francisco. My parents picked me up, took me back to La Crosse, I'm guessing just to fill in some of the details here. The kitty, this is a little bit sad, PETA, PETA alert. The kitty never came back. Its foot was hurt at Christmas time. It took a month before it could walk on it. Then some cat tore the fur on its neck. And the 9th of February, it acted sick. Whether it got into some poison food or what, 
It was hard on it not to have a warm place to stay. <laughs> they could have let the cat into the porch, but they didn't. They don't. Uh, how is your weather? Seems like California has had such storms. Thursday evening is communion at church, and Friday services are in the Methodist Church at Garwin. Next year, Reverend Myers says it's Lincoln's, that's where they live, church, turn to have Good Friday services. Uh, have you found more work? And are you busy with your comedy sketches? Better think about going to school again. Have a nice day, Easter Sunday. Lots of love, Grandma. P.S. Snow melting today. So there you have it. Um, so my parents were in Las Vegas, and my aunt was asking if I went to Las Vegas. So anyway, that's that's the letter from Grandma. That's the uh, Bible story for today. We've done all the compulsories, and now, now, you're muting the sad cat story. Makes you too sad to hear about injured animals. I get it, Flavia. That was a sad one to me, too. This cat broke its foot, and it was a month before it could put any weight on it. You would have thought they would have taken the cat to the vet, but th these were different times. These were different times. They probably couldn't catch the cat either because this cat was an outdoor cat, and it was probably a... Um, the cat wasn't going to let you pick it up. <laughs> the last time it let someone pick it up, its foot got broken. Um, we used to get a lot more snow in the 80s, Rich. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. Snow took out one side of your 60-foot pine last week, Dave, and now it's 80 degrees. Wow! That's that's amazing. Um, <laughs> wow. Amy Balam and the Angel was also the name of a Scottish band in the 80s. Wow. That's interesting. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to I'm ready to see if what what they have on iTunes. I'm ready to listen to some Balam and the Angel. Um, Grandma did live long enough to see my major success. Uh, yes, she did. Rachel, she did live long enough to see my major success. Whether she recognized it as success or not, I mean, I think even when they're watching you on the Tonight Show and Letterman, and then we sent them a tape of the hour-long HBO special, I don't think that they really understood that uh, I was I was making good money, as good as I could have been making as an engineer or better during a lot of those years. Um, <laughs> Jen defined major success. Right, I'm trying. I'm trying to define that. I'm trying to redefine major success every day to include this. <laughs> and uh, so far, so good. I have to say, yesterday was a day off and I took it anyway, even though I found out at the last minute that the game wasn't going to be on and I thought I, I could do the show, but then I thought, I told you all I wasn't because I'm just going to take the day off. And I have to say, I missed it. I have to say that this show is making me feel better about uh, lockdown. And I know uh, you guys are enjoying it. <laughs> Either that or you're ridiculously stupid that you keep doing something that you don't like. Um, but been there, done that. Uh, the... Um, so yeah, I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling fairly successful. I got a phone call today uh, from a guy who owns the Ellen Theater, not owns it, but runs the Ellen Theater in Bozeman, Montana, about a possible booking in 2022. <laughs> and I was kind of excited. I said to him, you know, this is great because I don't have anything on the calendar, so I've put this on the calendar for 2022. I don't have the exact date yet, but it's on the calendar for spring of 2022. We're also going to visit uh, Yosemite while we're or yeah, Yellowstone while we're up there, Yellowstone and the Tetons, and to do a show at the Ellen Theater in 2022. 
that's now I'm geared. Now I've got now I've got a target to shoot for. I'm going to kind of move that in a little bit as I get my set ready, and then um, I'm not ready to go on the road, and I don't know when I will be ready to go on the road. It seems like the more we watch the news every day, the kookier it seems. I know that other people are out there doing it, but uh, luckily. I don't have to do what other people do, other comedians. I got off the everybody bus a long time ago with a lot of comedians, and now I'm getting off the everybody comedian bus, and uh, I'm, I'm inventing my own world. <laughs> and I hope you enjoy it. Sadly, Lady Jerry uh, is uh, not at the show today, but hopefully she'll be here later this week. Um, Ouija, your grandson, Jake, hasn't found a full-time job yet. Maybe pizza delivery. Well, solid job. Uh, I'd imagine still in Alaska. Amy, you'll post a video of the band uh, on the uh, page. Great. That's great. <laughs> Ed, major success. Ed's major success equals an ability to consider the option to not return to stand-up road grind. Yeah. That is what major success is. Uh, fortunately, uh, or, or fortunately, I, I won't have to go back to the grind, but I think I will be coming back to the Bay Area if, if I'm allowed and invited. And I will be coming back to Denver if I'm allowed and invited. And I will be coming back to Minneapolis if I'm allowed and invited. And Chicago, likewise. Seattle. So um, so I'm not going to go to the grind, but I am going to go. I'm going to go to the party. I'm going I'm I'm to have cake and barbecue. Um, <laughs> Dave, you're ridiculously stupid, especially today. Well, congratulations. Self-knowledge is oftentimes the most important. I think, oh, you know, I this had been lost for a little while, but I found it again. The fun meter still works great. <laughs> We're at maximum today. Um, so I got the fun meter. I've got the ancient aliens in the Bible for tomorrow, unless Nigel shows up. And then we might do the ancient aliens on Friday instead of tomorrow. Um, I'm going to have a question out of the question box because I don't want to say goodbye just yet. Although I can't go long because I've got to take Fanula to get uh, vaccinated, as you know. Which charities deserve the most funding right now? That's an interesting way to put that question box. Which charities deserve the most funding right now? Like they put right now. Which charities deserve the most funding? Seems like that's enough of a question. But right now, which one's right now? And I would say, at least from the point of view of here in Santa Monica, the Los Angeles area, and any big city, um, charities that take care of feeding people who are um, who don't have enough to eat or who are living on the street. So I'm going to say, I think uh, food banks. Food banks are the charities that I support, and, and those are always my favorite charities because it's uh, it's a you know. Cancer is terrible, and I would love it if we could solve breast cancer, cure breast cancer. But uh, people who don't have enough food, we know the solution to that. So uh, food banks, that's what I'm going to say, uh, if anybody else wants to weigh in. Um, <laughs> Ed, you're saying Cobbs has been booking shows in August and beyond. Yeah, the punchline doesn't show anything booked. I think, Ed, the, I talked to... Uh, I talked to, um, oh gosh, I can't say her name right now, uh, from the punchline, and she said Cobbs is going to be booking in August, but they were looking to start shows maybe in the punchline in June, mid-June, but we'll see. I'm not sure what the rules are up there, but she's going to start off with just uh, local shows and then expand to outside headliners, but uh, I think the punchline may be open sooner than that. 
Um, <laughs> pick, you're saying, Jen, you and the whole group were in the dream. Kind of a nightmare, really. Oh, I don't know what dream. Oh, I don't know what I... I don't know if I even want to understand that. Um, Molly, yes, Molly, Ed, you're right. It's Molly. God, why couldn't I think of Molly's name? Beautiful, beautiful, sweet Molly. Um, <laughs> what are you saying? Pick keys. Jake was demanding all of us get up there and perform by my T-shirt. Um, I'm not sure what I, I'm not sure if that was what I was demanding, but it's time now for seize the day. Seize the day. Uh, it is hump day. Uh, we haven't checked in on our Cavaliers lately, um, but it is hump day. It's good to be back. I missed you guys yesterday. I won't miss another show this week, I don't think, unless there's some kind of uh, issue on Friday, but I don't think that game is going to be um, a problem. Today's Seize the Day is from... Uh, I'm not going to do that one. I'm going to do a different one. Pema Chodron, a famous Buddhist uh, meditation teacher. Uh, letting there be room for not knowing is the most important thing of all. When there's a big disappointment, we know if that's, we, we don't know if that's the end of the story. It may just be the beginning of a great adventure. Life is like that. We don't know anything. We call something bad. We call it good. But really, we just don't know. We don't know because uh, everything works out in the end. So if everything hasn't worked out, it's not the end yet. Uh, so hang in there. Don't give up. There will be plenty of time to give up later. Trust me on that. Take care of each other and uh, try not to miss me too much. I'll see you all tomorrow. No <laughs>